Welcome back to the Pineapple Couch with B-Rub. Today is Wednesday, October 13th, and this is episode 121, and we got a good show for everyone today. We're going to be talking about what happened in NFL Week 5, and as we get to, I guess, about almost the third, the first third of the season we're almost wrapping up, um, we'll see our takeaways and kind of do power rankings, QB tiers, and all that good stuff. And to do this, I will be joined by... Mr. Andrew Ratcliffe, Big Dog, how you doing, my friend? Hey, Rob. We are week six now, four and mm-hmm. one. We got a chance. Been asking yeah, for this for a while. Yeah, this is. Um, Andrew's talking about the Chargers. Obviously, uh, the Chargers have. I mean, the thing is, Andrew, I don't want to get too ahead of ourselves because I've been seeing. We can't. But it's, it's hard not. It's kind of. It's hard not to because freaking ESPN, everybody has the Chargers in these like top five of their power rankings and they're raving and Herbert went from plus two from 20 to one to seven to one in MVP so far. So that's, I mean, that's fucking crazy. Um, So let's just talk about specifically why we're hyped on this team. And we'll look at it through the lens of what happened in week five. The Chargers beat the Browns 47 to 42 in a game that Andrew, I don't think any Chargers team ever would have won. Maybe. It, I've never seen a Chargers team get thrown at adversity. Touchdowns in the second mm-hmm. half, four fourth quarter touchdowns, and they're still de- they're the same old Chargers in the way that they're still dealing with the bullshit missed extra points, field goals. But Brandon Staley has brought a vibe to this Chargers team, a mindset, kind of of like fuck it, we're going for it. It's almost like Madden in a way of they've recognize that the Chargers are cursed at kicking. So they're like, fuck it, we're not going to do it. And I think they should totally lean into this as someone who's watched the Chargers miss hundreds and hundreds of field goals. Um, I think this team is very dangerous. I mean, one thing that I don't think is being brought up, Andrew, that I think we should recognize is uh, they gave up 42 points. They did. And they gave abused. up. They did get abused. But the Chargers have been very good played very well defense this year they beat the, they mm-hmm. shut down Dak prescott um they shut down the chiefs pretty well i know that everyone's mm-hmm. kind of doing that with the chiefs brandon staley's the defensive mind coordinator they will be fine also keep in mind the rush defense was kind of weak and this is the best rushing attack in mm-hmm. football by far kareem hunt yeah. Nick chubb is an absolute joke um there were a couple plays where njoku broke away for like a 70 yard touchdown which mm-hmm. looks like a Hail Mary in the stat books, but it was a 15-yard pass. Um, yeah, it's just bad. I mean, and the thing is, is some Browns games are very good. defense is going to give up a lot of points, too. Sometimes it's going to happen. The NFL has great offenses. The Chubb-Kareem Hunt rushing attack is by far the best rushing combo in the NFL. I mean, the only other team you can bring up when talking about a better rushing team potentially than the um the Browns are the Ravens because of Lamar and what he's been able to do is incredible. Um, and the Chargers play them next week, but Justin Herbert is the story here. Brandon Staley is as well, but Justin Herbert and what he has brought to this team, the confidence that they are playing with and to be, to put it simple, Justin Herbert's just so fucking good. He's hitting these passes. It's unreal. That instead of kicking a 35-yard field goal, I feel more comfortable going for it on 4th and 10 or a 40-yard field goal. It's just unbelievable how much safer that feels as a Charger Mm -hmm. fan. It's like, oh, we'll go for a 4th and 10. 
Because at least you didn't shoot yourself in the foot by doinking it or missing the field goal. Yeah. That really does feel better. I'd rather lose with our offense than whatever, Vizcaino, whatever his name is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. And I think that um, the aggressiveness that they've showed is they they have a coach with balls, which the Chargers have not had basically ever. Um, but still early. So. And another big test this week. The Ravens. Another big test. Um, other the reason though we're also pretty high on the Chargers is look what else happened in the AFC West this past week. We'll start with the Bills versus the Chiefs, a great Sunday night football game, or it was gonna be a great Sunday night football game. We thought rematch of the AFC Championship game. The Bills beat the shit out of them. So I think I have the Bills as the number one team in football right now. I think what they've shown is incredible. So I. And you guys know how much I love the stallion and everything about the Bills. So I don't really want to focus too much on the Bills here because, yes, this is a huge win for them. But we knew the Bills were legit. This is – I want to talk a little bit more about the Chiefs here, Andrew. What are What's you seeing from the Chiefs? What's going on? Um, I think – I think there's a It's kind of things. a mix of – you know, it's kind of like the Warriors. It's like, holy crap, we've been to the Super Bowl a couple times. They're always in the AFC Championship the past years. They're a little tired. Yeah. You know, so they have they have some kind of hangover, even though they didn't win last year. Um, I think that their defense is awful, and that's pretty obvious right now. So the weaknesses with the Chiefs, Andrew, you bring up the defense. We bring up the Super Bowl fatigue, which I think is 100% correct. I also would like to throw in that because of – how good the Chiefs have been. They always have that target on their back. So they're really getting a lot of teams' best offensive performances, you know? The other thing, and this brings me great joy to say, the league has not figured out Patrick Mahomes. I'm saying that to start this. They have not figured him out. Patrick yeah. Mahomes is still arguably the best quarterback in the league. He is. He's unbelievable. Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback. He's the best quarterback in the league. He's a little too cute. He has been kind of playing, like, I don't know if it's he's bored or he's just so confident, but he already has more turnovers this year than he did all of last year. And yes, he is amazing, and I'm not, this is by no means me saying, oh my God, the league's figured out Patrick Mahomes, he's not going to be as good. It's not that. It's he's a little cocky, I don't know what it is, but... No matter how good you are, you can't turn the ball over like this. You're not going to be able to win, and especially, look at they're in a good division, and the Chiefs are going to get tested for the first time, I think, really in their whole run. Since Pat Mahomes, when is absolutely. what's the real adversity that they've faced? Honestly, it's not Derek Carr and the Raiders. It's not any of the Bronco teams. Who's after Peyton? Chargers it's, and Anthony Lynn that one year. Yeah, but and, I mean, regardless of the division, I'm just saying this is probably the lowest the Chiefs have felt since Patrick Mahomes' first game as a starter. Because I bet the most losses they've had in a year with him were probably three. I bet they've been yeah. thirteen and three has been the worst record. Yeah. So but to your point with the cute passes and stuff, like the Bills were the teams are picking up on that little underhand thing, and he almost threw a couple picks, and it's balls it's are getting weird. bad about the offensive line now. Defensive linemen with uh, Patrick Mahomes this year have been getting so involved, and in, I don't know if that's just. Because of the cute, because the, a lot of the things Patrick Mahomes is so great at, it's a little unconventional in ways. 
you're like not really supposed to do it because of X, Y, and Z. And so maybe that was catching people off guard. But again, he's still great. The Chiefs are going to make the playoffs. And I still think if you want to win a Super Bowl, you got to be the Chiefs in the playoffs. But let's the two other teams in the AFC West, Andrew. The Broncos and Raiders are frauds. We knew this. We knew this. The Broncos are boring. They have Teddy Bridgewater. They they have a bunch of all their wide receivers are hurt. They'll be annoying to play because of their defense, but they don't scare me in the slightest. And the Raiders, not only do they drop two games, now John Gruden had to leave. Um, and honestly, like every single podcast Andrew in the world is giving their take on John Gruden and the stuff. Yeah, he said some fucked up shit. But this isn't the view. None of you give a fuck about what I have to say about John Gruden. Like, so here's here's my perspective on the John Gruden thing. If you are a fan of another team in the AFC West, are you happy or sad that John Gruden is gone? So, like, if you thought he sucked, you might be bummed. Like, oh, shit, I wish the Raiders kept him or vice versa. I initially was thinking I'm pretty stoked because I think the Raiders are pretty just bad at everything all around. So I doubt the next person they hire will be better than John Gruden. But then I'm kind of remembering John Gruden is not a perfect head coach by any means, a little overrated. He's definitely overrated, but I think I'm happy. He, he, he built a like a, I'm happy because it seems like he, he can get his team to play for him a lot of weeks and they come out mm-hmm. firing. They were not undefeated <laughs> seven days ago. They were talking about Derek Carr and MVP, how he's throwing for 600 yards a game. And then within six days, the Raiders just Dude, did the NFL like reality. went after him, basically, because like what the stuff comes out Friday and then which they basically was leaked by the NFL from what I've heard to put pressure on the Raiders to fire Gruden. And the stuff isn't as bad, obviously, as what came out Monday and shit. So the Raiders didn't fire Gruden. So then the NFL leaked more shit. And then so they had no choice. I just, and did you see the Adam Schefter story? What's trending today? No, I'm, I haven't checked Twitter so, today. Adam Schefter in the so all these emails of John Gruden got searched that were sent to the GM at the time of the Washington Redskins, and you know why I can say that because that was their name at the time. Um, <laughs> but basically, so his name's Bruce Allen or something, something Allen. I might be getting the name wrong, but it doesn't really matter. But they they found all these John uh, Gruden emails through this. They also went through some of his other emails. And there was an email from Adam Schefter where he sends – it's an article about, like, the owners and, like, negative stuff about the owners because they were dealing with something that they're having to cover up, right? Schefter sends the article to the GM of the – Redskins, who's working for the owner, and calls him Mr. Editor and says, like, change, like, what should I change? What should I add in? Which now the whole, every journalist in the world is freaking out about how, oh, my God, that's so bad is, like, journalist integrity, blah, 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 blah. I'm a journalist. I love to praise myself. That's what they all do. And my reaction to this, no shit, Schefter's doing this, right? I mean, it should be disgraceful. I I still... Duh. You don't think you think Woj, it, it, like has. Do they go through everyone? Do they go through every head coach's email? So t- how did this happen? I, I just want to know what so happened between Monday Gruden's night and personal emails that were well, sent to, that... but it was to uh, 
an email of uh, someone who worked for the league via the league email. Okay, but it was a decade ago. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean... I just don't understand, so can everyone just I, have their emails looked? Is there, is there yeah, a legal that's, process the, like, to this? There's no legal process to it because the NFL is a private league, so, like, once it's out there, like, you can't, like, they can fire him because it's out there, but, like, I don't know. It Part of it does, no one wants to admit this because everyone wants to just scold John Gruden, and again, what he said was fucked up. I'm not defending that at all. Like, at all. You, you can't say that shit on a fucking, I don't know why that fucking shit in writing, you dumbass. Yeah, but, um, why can we just go through people's emails? I want to know that. And, like, why did he get picked this week? Because everyone liked him last week. There was the Chucky animation. Yo, what happened? Like, what happened between Monday night and Saturday? Well, and you, the Raiders you know, fell apart in five he, days. In one of the emails, it came out 30, that he, it. he, like, really ripped Roger Goodell. I saw that one. So do you think it, all the other, like, super bad stuff he said that was way worse, you know, it wouldn't have mattered, but then Roger Goodell saw him call so him rushed. something? A hundred percent. Roger Goodell saw his name. The Raiders are fucked, though. Like, they're done this season. They they already were, but they're not surviving. They're not surviving. They had a chance. I mean, they definitely had a chance. Now it's just to the New York Mets. There's too much drama around you guys, and you're not that good. And Derek Carr shaking it up a little bit. Did Derek Carr and Gruden have a good relationship? Yeah, they did. Okay. At least what I'm told to believe in the whole Gruden QV camp thing. They built the connection mm-hmm. there. But Derek Carr, when Joey Bosa gets in your head and says, yeah, all we have to do is smack you around a little bit. Then you respond two days later saying, yeah, I was pissed off about that. Why are you letting them know that they got in your head? Isn't that like an yeah, athletic? I just, what a bad response that is to me. Derek Carr's just he's soft. I don't know. He fights, but it's like watching like a. A drowning squirrel try to like not drown. It's kind of cute that he's trying. Drowning squirrels? No, I haven't. I couldn't think of an animal that to say drowning, so I went with squirrel. Um, But yeah, things are looking good for the Chargers in the AFC West, not only because of obviously the Chiefs losing, but all the other drama going on. Andrew, let's move to uh, Packers Bengals, which was a a mind fuck of a game. The Bengals had a chance to get to four and one. Yeah, really, really like changes their outlook. Or I mean, they're already a bubble team, but that one game that would have been a huge game, especially against a potential number one NFC team, the Packers. Mm -hmm. That was um. I still think though that the Bengals got some respect for this performance of hanging in. Like I'm, I think there's a lot of skepticism about them going into this game. Like I thought they were going to get smoked. So kudos to them for staying in it, but um, they're a year away. They're I really just think Joe Burrow's a winner. I don't know how Joe Burrow, Jamar Angles, Chase. I love that. I they love just it. Stay, they're in every game. They're a good cover and team. I've never, as a Chargers fan, I've seen bad kicking, but I've never seen like what was there like six missed field goals in the fourth quarter in overtime of this game? Yes, and I Some think Burrow missed three in two or three minutes. Yeah, Can't and then the good. dude, the rookie for the Bengals, thought he made one. And he was, like, celebrating. Yeah, it wasn't even that close. I'm just so surprised. Yeah. That... Poor guy. Poor guy. Um, next game, let's talk about Andrew Ravens-Colts. Um, Lamar Jackson with his maybe his best game, passing-wise, definitely in, the, in his NFL career. Over 400 yards, four touchdowns, comes back from a 19-point deficit. Um, 
The Ravens are really good because Lamar is really good. We're going to get to a quarterback segment in a little where we'll say, if you don't have one of these quarterbacks, you can't win it. Lamar is in that class. He has um, gained a lot of my respect this season for how he has carried the running game with all the injuries they've had. And um, he's been throwing the ball pretty well this season. I still think he is limited in throwing, obviously. But um, the Ravens, I think, with this win and the Browns' loss, are my favorite for the AFC North now. And the only reason I might hesitate is because I think the Colts are... So why was it close? Sorry, you cut out. You said the Colts are what? The Colts are garbage, so why was it close? It's garbage because the Ravens have kind of just been playing good enough so far this year because they barely beat the Raiders. They beat the Chiefs, which, of course, that's a tough game. Um, the Broncos, that game was kind of close until, like, the third quarter. The Broncos mm-hmm. hung around. I just think the Ravens, they're just playing good enough football to win right now. I mean, they literally won on a 67-yard mm-hmm. field goal, double-doink. Yeah, I mean, it took uh, a 66-yard field goal, 67, to beat the Lions, and they are they got they should have gotten a five-yard penalty, too, I believe. Yeah. So, yep, I, I just think, though, but Lamar's they, finding a way to win. So good. Yeah. Props but I him. don't expect them. They're not a Super Bowl team for me. Um, but they, I guess, could technically if some chips fell their way. Um, two more games I want to talk about before we go to power rankings. Eagles, Panthers. Um, two things on this. The Panthers kind of exposing that they're frauds. Was slash were we wrong? Was I wrong about Jalen Hurts and the Eagles? And then also... Fuck you, Sam Darnold. You cost me a PS5 because of your interception. That was tough. The pick at the end by Sam Darnold, he just stared at the same receiver the whole way down. Was it his third pick of the day? Yep. Ugh. Asshole. And he had a big lead. Been really bad in the second half, Sam Darnold, this year. Mm-hmm. So the pa- the Panthers are what we thought they were. Panthers are what we thought we were. And then I would are the say... Eagles? Eagles are kind of what I thought they were, too. I, I think Jalen Hurts, I mean, whatever your opinion is, they stay in the game. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's the Eagles are better than we think or they hang around. Yeah, I don't know. I, I was so confident in how Jalen Hurts wasn't going to be good. I'm still not completely sold, though. I mean, they're two and three, so it's not like. Yeah, he's but they, he's, just, he's just been putting up. I'm pretty sure he's fantasy QB number five. Which is wild. But that's running quarterbacks in in general. Yeah, so um, last thing, Cardinals 49ers. Trey Lance is the most raw of the young rookie quarterbacks, but give it time, I still think he would be good. The Cardinals did everything they could to give that game away. The Cardinals are 5-0. Remember when the Steelers and Patriots, this last year and the year before, started out like 10-11-0? Are the Cardinals... Kind of a fake front runner. If I want to hear my I, hot take, I think they're a very fake front runner. I was going to say I would take the Rams to win that division ten to ten times right now. I think it's. I don't think, like you said, the Cardinals started off hot last year. Um, and then Kyler kind of got hurt. Kyler looked a little shaken up this weekend. I think he was holding yeah, that he shoulder was or something. On his shoulder. He's but not that durable. To, they try to give that game away so many times to a very bad 
49ers team, and they're mm-hmm. playing with Trey Lance, who's probably seen 17 snaps the past year, and it yeah. showed. It really and did. He's um. They were using Trey Lance honestly as a running back more than a quarterback. Cause like, and, and you can just see kind of seeing some of the plays. He's just hesitant, kind of nervous. Mm-hmm. Can't blame the guy. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he didn't probably take many snaps in the off season. He played at. A, he's from a very small school. Um, he's definitely a project that's going to take time. The only like, is he going to be ready for next year? Are the Forty Nine ers going to have to extend Jimmy G a year? What's going to go on there? That's a question for another time. Um, let's do power rankings, Andrew. And power rankings are tough because there's a lot of teams like right around the same area right now. So here, let's see if our top two are the same. Number one for me is Bills. Two is Bucks. Yes, because I'm going, yeah, Bills are the best team in the AFC. Bucks are the best team in the NFC. Simple mm-hmm. as that. And then I think you have a group of four teams for the okay. next spot. It's between the Rams, the Chargers, the Cowboys, and the Cardinals. What do you think about that? I literally have uh, Packers, Chargers, Rams, Cowboys. Okay. So I will go one Bills, two Bucks, three Chargers, four Rams, five Cowboys. I'm going to go three Rams, four Cowboys, five Chargers, six Packers. Okay. And then I'll go seven Packers, eight Chiefs. Nine Ravens, ten Browns. That's what I. I, I that's where Chief, I'm at. Yeah. Chiefs. I think Ravens, those are the Cardinals, top ten. I think Actually, I think the, the Browns are better than the Cardinals. So I go Chiefs, then Ravens, Browns, Cardinals. So okay, okay, interesting. Um, we're similar on that. Um, if you disagree with those power rankings, be sure to leave a voicemail, write in, tell us how we're wrong. Next thing, Andrew, I wanted to talk about with you is we are having this conversation this weekend, the QBs of the NFL. And I will start it with this simple statement. And you can, if you're listening to this and you disagree at home again, let me know. There are 11 quarterbacks in the NFL who are good enough for their team to win the Super Bowl this year. No team that does not have one of these 11 quarterbacks will win the Super Bowl. I guarantee it. That is what my preface will be. So who are these quarterbacks? This is not in a specific order of these quarterbacks. If your team has Tom Brady or Josh Allen, Aaron Rodgers, Justin Herbert, Patrick Mahomes, Russell Wilson, Dak Prescott, Lamar Jackson, Kyler Murray, Joe Burrow, or Matt Stafford. Those are the 11 quarterbacks that are good enough, I think, to win the Super Bowl this year. So I think our Super Bowl champion will be out of those 11 teams. That's not a stretch. Those are basically the same teams we had in the power rankings. Who are the quarterbacks that teams might be good but they, I don't think, are good enough. So who are the okay quarterbacks of the NFL is the question. Baker Mayfield, Kirk Cousins, Ryan Tannehill, 
and Jalen Hurts question mark. What are your thoughts so far on that top 11 and then that next group being okay, but they could not win it? So we're not going to – so you have Jalen Hurts, Kirk Cousins, Baker, and Tannehill. As the That's next pitiful. class of okay guys that wouldn't win it. And then I have the rookies then. in their own class. Rookies are their own thing. None of the rookies, I think, can win a Super Bowl this year, and that's not a stretch. And then, so if you, like, the point of all of this, guys, is think about it. This is 15. We just named 15 guys. That's half the league. And we said 11 of them are good. The other four are okay, which means more than, like, basically, if we say the okay guys, because they're not going to win it, that means 19 out of 30 quarterbacks are not good enough to win a Super Bowl in the NFL in the age of passing in these giant numbers. And I, I truly, I don't think Baker Mayfield could win a Super Bowl. He can't. What we he see holds him back. He really. He does. holds him back. I'm, I'm eating crow on it. I've argued the Lamar Baker thing. Um, Lamar is definitely winning that. My argument that kind of got misconstrued in all of this was that I kind of think like three or four years from now, running quarterbacks, you can get more hurt, but. I'll just I will throw up the white flag for that argument for now. Um, but are you on the same page? Those 11 are the only ones. Brady, that Mahomes, Herbert, Allen, Jackson, Murray, Stafford, Prescott, Wilson. Who am I forgetting? Burrow. Burrow. Kyler Stafford. OK. Which, I mean, we if we're I doing, mean, yeah, because I, I mean, Kirk Cousins isn't winning. Jalen Hurts is not winning. Derek Carr's not winning. Matt Ryan's not winning. How do you feel about Joe Burrow being in that class? I don't think the Bengals are necessarily winning. I mean, he's the... The three and two. And I know. They, but, I mean, they won like two games, three games a year ago. Like, they sucked. They were a laughingstock. And now they're like, they're borderline playoffs. And one of the, the kicker made one of five field goals. Four and one. Shit. Yeah, so I think Joe Burrow has – yeah, I think he is in that class. Um, and then the rookies, it, it, it's just a separate uh, – like I said, I don't think any of them could win it this year. How I would order the rookies if there was a redraft today, Zach Wilson won, Mac Jones two, Lawrence three, Fields four, Lance five. But that – I think they could all be good. Lance is just – I, these other guys are more ready. So maybe three to four years from now, Trey Lance will be that number one pick. I'm still in love with Zach Wilson. The dude can just has a fucking rocket. And he makes these throws on the run that are just holy. Mac Jones seems like a future uh, Kirk Cousins, Baker Mayfield tier. Mm-hmm. He does. And I think Zach Wilson, Lawrence, Fields, and Lance. I think Lawrence showed, like, they lost, but he showed a couple flashes where he seemed a little more confident today. Why I don't I like him? It's because I don't know. I, He's no, just on the Jags. I just don't Meyer. like Trevor Lawrence anymore. I don't know what it is. I I think it was even at his last year at Clemson. I was just like, kind of like, fuck this guy. Just like, I mean, he's been the number one pick for two, three years. And then it finally happened. You're just kind Would of you take it. him one? Lawrence still? Um, yeah, I think I would. I think I think, you, I, who I think you, he's in a really bad situation. Wilson too still? Uh, Wilson. I take him over Trey Lance. Fields and Jones? 
Yeah, I'd go Wilson. Mm-hmm. Okay, we're on the same page there. And I'd probably go uh, Mac Jones. Yeah. I mean, Mac Jones, I think, has the lowest ceiling, the highest floor. Where Trey Lance has the lowest floor, highest ceiling. If that makes sense. Um, it's just a hard thing, I feel like, to predict quarterback of two or three, which has been done with Mahomes and other people, but just so... Because it's also dependent on a situation, too, you know? To be like, in three years, this guy's going to look like that. It just seems very difficult to do that, to predict the future. Yeah, well, I mean, if we're predicting the future and Urban Meyer's the coach of the Jags in four years, I'm not that high on Trevor Lawrence. (laughs) 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 So, uh, there's that. Um, All right, Andrew, anything else we want to go over before we wrap up today's, uh, today's episode? Well... I pray to God. I wish you best luck tomorrow evening. First yeah, of all, Giants. you're going to go see Mick Jagger. You're finally yeah. going to go see the boys. It's, it's going to be unreal. Um, and then we were going to have an epic bloodbath in San Francisco. Game five. Both teams Web have 109 furious. wins, including the postseason. It's a 218 mm-hmm. win showdown tomorrow night. That's fucking crazy. And Why, Andrew, up- I think it's so dumb that it's best of five. Am I only saying that because it's a weird, like, the two best teams are playing in it? I think just because you're, like, basketball is always seven. It's like seven, seven, seven all the way through. And so you just. Also, you should not be allowed to celebrate for winning a division series. What's this champagne shit? It's just. What the fuck? What the fuck? Don't you think it's kind of lame? I mean, it's kind of lame, but, you know. I mean, like, imagine if the this year, last year the Bucks they sweep the Heat in the first round and they start doing champagne. Like the first round, but they're but they're not playing like the seventeenth best team in the league. They're playing like there's only okay. eight teams by here. You're in the, the Bucks, you're in the Elite Eight now. Did the Bucks crack champagne when they beat the Nets in the second? But basketball round? is different, and basketball. But I'm just super, saying, like, do you? I know what you're think? saying. Like, I like, like you should. Of, but you're fine with it. I don't really care. All right, that's fine. I don't have a strong. I don't have a strong opinion, but I mean, it's if you win a series in baseball, and you have like an hour of fun, go for it. I mean, tonight, whoever wins the Giants Dodgers tonight, I think could should party. <laughs> okay, then. <laughs> it's just it's only if it's just, the Giants. Only if oh, it's the Giants. Right. Of course, it's Mike. Yeah, getting lit. Uh, it, it's funny watching some of the uh, athletes post like. In all sports, when they um, celebrate, they get drunk so fucking quickly, a lot of them, because their bodies are like temples, you know? They never put any bad shit in them. And so, like, you'll see all of a sudden this six foot six dude that's 250, has two cores lights, and looks like he's going to black out. And you're like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> like, Max Scherzer did that the other last week. Oh, he yeah. Had a press game serving. He's like, oh, whatever, I'm drunk. But it was like 14 minutes after the game. <laughs> yeah. Like, you still got the jersey on. You're on the field. Yeah, it's uh, it's special. I mean, maybe all that champagne to the dome. I guess that would fuck you up. But it's just the adrenaline. It's just the love of the game. These guys just love baseball, Andrew. It's football season now. Fuck baseball. It is. Yeah, I mean, I'm... Are the Chargers going to win the Super Bowl? Of course they are. It's going to be a Charger... Bills, AFC, and then it's going to be Rams, Bucks in the NFC, and we could get an LA Super Bowl at the LA Stadium. Maybe I'll root for both LA teams too. I could, you know, root for mm, fuck fuck the Rams. 
for the Rams and the Chargers. They traded our boy, the Goffster. Goffster. I love Jared Goff. They traded him. But they're still fun to bet on. They packaged him with another L.A. star, so it's okay. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. That's true. It's just a... it just is really nice to not have Anthony Lynn on the sidelines anymore. Do you think Anthony Lynn has anything to do with all these last-second field goals against the Lions? Oh, yeah. Anthony, anything bad that happens to the Lions, he brought that aura with him. Yeah, he, he definitely did. Yeah. Fucking frog. Um, all right. This has been episode 121. Um, we'll have a pick show later in the week. Big Dog, have a great rest of your Wednesday. I will be seeing the Rolling Stones tomorrow night. Go Giants. Fuck the Dodgers. God bless. See you guys next time.